It is said to emerge from darkness, to steal the lives of those who become lost in mountains. It lays trap, hoping to steal the lives of those it catches. If you stand in front of its mouth, you'll hear your loved one's voices calling out to you. Hi there, Pokemon trainers. Welcome back to another episode of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. This is the podcast where I talk about every Pokemon type combination currently available in the game, when they first appeared, all the Pokemon with those type combinations, and how they stacked up on the competitive side of things. I also occasionally bring you news and updates as to what's going on in the world of Pokemon, whether that be main series stuff or Pokemon Go or real world Pokemon events. I'm your host, Santiago, aka the Aztec Dragon, and I'm joined by the lovely Madeline, aka the 85-year-old man. Hi, I'm Madeline, and I'm here to discuss strategies. Actually, I'm here for comedic relief and as the token woman. Fair. Uh, I'm the token man. No, that's not a thing. Uh, Okay, fine. Whatever. Anyways, last week of October, guys. Boo! It went by way too quickly. Way too fast, and RZ Chris was stuff on the shelves, but that's a whole thing for another day. That that annoys me to no end. Literally, by like November 1st, usually it used to be by November 1st, all the stores would be filled with uh, Christmas stuff, um, which already irritated me. I, I want there to be like a little bit of a rest period to let... You know, just Halloween die, just naturally, you know. But no, now they didn't even wait till November 1st. They just, I don't know, October 25th or something, maybe earlier, and it just bugs me. Wow, it really bugs you almost as much as uh, silly car commercials. All right, well. Okay, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to talk about my distaste for car commercials, but yes, I don't like car commercials uh, just as much as I don't like Christmas stuff before December. We could spend a whole 50 minutes on what bugs you, so mm. let's move on. Just let me mourn Halloween. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah. Uh, what uh, type combo are we talking about today, Santiago? Well, before we get into that, I just wanted to ask uh, if you have any Pokemon or life updates you want to share with everybody. Um, Two really good friends are getting married next week, and I'm super excited about that. Woo! Shout out to our friends. Which, uh, the groom also plays Pokemon, so if anyone catches a shiny Murkrow this weekend, they gotta name it Chris. Yes, yes, our, our friend who's it getting married loves uh, Murkrow. Don't know why, but I mean, it's a good Pokemon, but yeah, he really likes Murkrow, and if you get a shiny, please name it Chris next Saturday. Yes, he's getting married on Saturday. November 4th. November 4th. November 4th, 4th is International guy. Murkrow Day. Uh, there is something I do want to share. Uh, I mean, nothing personally on my side of things because, uh, <laughs> my pogo life sucks. It's uneventful. I never get shinies during any of these events, but I do have one friend who streams a lot on TikTok, and he has cracked luck. Uh, and I can't remember if it was on Saturday, Friday or Saturday, but he got seven shinies in one day, including back to back shiny shadow Lugias. And I don't know who he's paying off at Niantic, but can I please get on that? Because my shiny luck sucks. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure uh, his uncle works at Niantic. Or his uh, side side piece. His side piece? Oh, yeah. yes. We know your secret now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, now we can get on with the rest of the episode. Uh, all right. So guess what today's episode is on? 
Ooh, well, it is the final Halloween episode, final October episode, so something super spooky, I hope. It's Ghost Poison. Woo! That Woo! is spooky. Uh, so before we get into the Pokemon, uh, Madeline, can you please give us the resistances and the weaknesses? Not only can I give you the res- resistances and the weaknesses, I can also give you the immunities. Ooh. Ooh. So, Ghost Poison is a typing that is weak to ground, psychic, ghost, and dark. And it resists grass, poison, bug, and fairy. And it is also immune to normal and fighting type. Okay, cool. So four weaknesses and six resistances slash immunities. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, not too bad. Player there. I also want to add that it has a four times resistance to poison and bug. Why ghost resists poison and bug? I, I I don't know. You can't poison a ghost. Yeah, but you also can't burn or freeze a ghost either, and it doesn't resist fire or ice. Pokemon physics are different. Okay, fine. Fair. Also, it resists bugs. You're overthinking it. I am overthinking this. Anyways, Madeline, can you take a gander as to what the first ghost poison type is? Mm, A gander. Well, when I think of ghost poison, the first Pokemon that comes to mind is the classic ghost type, the Gengar line. Yes. Gengar is one of the first ones, but it's not the first one. It is actually... Ghastly? Ghastly, yep. (laughs) Whoa, big surprise there. (laughs) Ghastly and its evolutions, Haunter and Gengar, made their debuts in the first generation with the release of Red and Green in Japan and Red and Blue internationally. Um, But yeah, so anyway, the big reason why I wanted to do the Ghost Poison type was because this is the last week of October, and they're the OG Ghost Boys. Do you have any um, experiences with this line, Maddie, Madeline? Well, he is a classic ghosty boy for sure. Um, the poison type is definitely there, but I forgot about it for a long time. And I know that Gengar is a Squishmallow now, so if anyone wants to send me one of those, feel free. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, so Ghastly and Haunter are categorized as the gas Pokemon, and Gengar is the shadow Pokemon. Ghastly evolves into Haunter, starting at level 25, and then to Gengar via trade. Which is actually kind of annoying, because for the longest time, I didn't have anybody to trade with, uh, until my... Uh, yeah, I guess my brothers would trade with me, but uh, they were a little bit inconsistent, because they were little kids, and... Uh, anyways, yeah, until Maddie came along, and uh, was my player too, right? Yeah, of course, also, isn't there a gal in one of the main games that trades you, like, a uh, ghastly holding an Everstone? Uh, no, she trades you a Haunter holding an Everstone, which That was... pranks Sinatra. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that bugged me, uh, because when I first played... So I had a friend who let me borrow a Pokemon Pearl, right? And, uh... You had friends? Yes, I had friends. <laughs> anyway, she so let me... his mom let him borrow Pokemon Pearl yes. from the library. Uh, no. Ugh. Anyways, a friend of mine from middle school let me borrow uh, Pokemon Pearl. And so I got to that city where uh, the Haunter was. And she said that, oh, just you just need to trade me a, a Metacham. And I was like, bro, there's Metachams everywhere. Heck yeah, I got this. Traded it. It did not evolve. And I was so confused and so angry the when it didn't evolve. Palpable. I can taste the salt from here. Mm. 
uh, anyway. The of thousands of 10-year-old little boys. And girls. Yeah. So, turns out, after doing some research on Bulbapedia, uh, the Gengar line is just based on generic ghosts. There really isn't that much to their lore. Uh, but, you know, like, they were introduced in Generation 1, and... I would assume that the Pokemon developers didn't know where Pokemon, you know, how popular Pokemon was going to be. So I guess they didn't put that much thought and, um, yeah, that much thought <laughs> and lore ideas into these Pokemon. Well, let's backtrack a little because you're calling it a generic ghost type. Not a lot of thought. I say classic. I say they went with a good, strong, classic ghost type. Okay, uh, yeah, you could say classic. You can say classic. I'll not say, be a hater. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, I will not be a hater. I'll just say classic instead of generic. But anyways, there is a little bit of lore when I was reading on uh, Ghastly. And Ghastly could be based on a Japanese monk who, I think he was when he died, he was cursed or something. So his spirit remained as a floating head covered in fire and would just, you know, wander around. So, you know, super morbid, very uh, Pokemon-esque, but uh, that was, Bulbapedia was like, that might be a little bit of a stretch. However, Gengar has a little bit more lore, but I also think this is a stretch. Supposedly, Gengar has some feline features with the sharp, um, with the sharp pointy ears, and then it also has like slits in its eyes. But also its smile, its very big grin, is supposed to be reminiscent of the Cheshire Cat's smile from uh, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. What do you think? As a proud cat mom of three little menaces to society, I don't see it. But um, that is interesting to learn. Maybe next time I'll take a closer look at them. Okay. Um, So here is fun fact number one. Ghastly and Haunter are actually tied with four other Pokemon for being the lightest. They all come at 0.2 pounds. Uh, the other Pokemon that it ties with, it is Flabebe, Cosmog, Kartana, and Roaming Form Gimmigool. But yeah, uh, Haunter and Ghastly are tied. It is so surprising to me that Cosmog is in that list, given the uh, the memes about Cosmoem's weight. Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I. Right, yeah, Cosmoem is actually one of the heaviest Pokemon. I don't think it's the heaviest, but it's one of the heaviest. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, I mean, I could probably only do one rep with it. Only one rep, yeah. I, yeah, that's, I my, that's my one rep max right there. Yep, yep. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I think Cosmoem is at 2,000-something pounds. Yeah, that's about my one rep max. Yeah, for okay. anything. That's impressive. You for a bench, for a deadlift, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you should teach me your For a bicep voice. curl, just on the left. <laughs> just in one arm? <laughs> just on my less dominant <laughs> arm. Oh, man. Uh, teach me your ways. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. So, currently, the Gengar line is the only ghost poison type. So, one, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode because there's only one Pokemon to talk about. Uh, and two, that makes Gengar and company... The longest reigning Pokemon with the unique type combination since it was introduced in uh, Generation 1 and has not been repeated since. I looked through the entire Gen 1 decks. All of the other typings have been repeated at least once. 
Wow, that's um, some thorough research you did there. And also, I'm really surprised, given the fact that it was introduced so early on and it hasn't been reused yet. Exactly. And now that I'm thinking about it, we don't see a lot of legendaries with ghost type. I think a ghost poison legendary would be amazing. That'd be incredible. I need a ghost line of legendaries. Uh, I think the only one that comes to mind is Giratina. Oh, yeah. And he's sick, man. Yeah, he's bulky. And I like Giratina. We love him, so... But yeah, yeah let's another, get some buddies in there. Yeah, give us another ghost legendary. That'd be cool. Yeah. Especially since, you know, like, I feel like a lot of them are, a lot of the legendaries are, like, spiritual things. Mm-hmm. And when I think of spirit, I think of ghost. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, give us more more ghost legendaries. Uh, but, yeah, there's a close second uh, of types that hasn't been, of of dual types that hasn't been reused. And that was the Zubat family, which was ghost, po- sorry, uh, flying poison. Um, right. Except... They did get Crobat, which was an evolution a generation later. So same line, different gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah same line, a... different gen, and the uh, poison flying type hasn't been used since. But the whole Gengar line was just in generation one. Yeah, and, but yeah, but I thought that was really neat. Uh, that is actually really neat. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> hey <laughs> Maddie, I bet you didn't know that Gengar was crazy popular. I actually did not know that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it always ranks really high in popularity polls on the international scale. Not just not just Japan, but in, on the international scale, it always ranks pretty high. Not number one because I think in all of Kant, like Generation One, I think either Charizard or Pikachu is like number one or something. Mm-hmm. But Gengar is always up there. Um, and uh, the Pokemon Company has come out with multiple plushies, including Squishmallows, which you mentioned of Gengar, and they always sell out really fast, just because you know it's a good round boy. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a good design. I love the fact that it's like a spirit gas form into two of the... It just becomes more, like, corporeal at the end. Right, right. That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, anyways, and Pokemon Go also features uh, Gengar in multiple different costumes. I don't know if it's every every Halloween, but I know Gengar has had multiple different uh, little outfits yeah, uh, I think we touched on the uh, Mega Sableye outfit it gets in Pokemon Go at some me- point. Mega Bayonet, but yeah. Ah, whatever. But yeah, and and hey, it- hey, speaking of Megas, <laughs> Gengar has one. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I was going next. Perfect uh, segue. Yeah, perfect segue. But anyways, in Generation 6, it got a Mega Evolution, and two generations later, it got a Gigantamax in, in Generation 8. So, you know, lots of love for Gengar, very popular, uh... You know, I'm not the biggest fan of regional forms. I feel like some Pokemon get too many, but I would actually love to see a Gengar regional form in the future. Okay, I'm assuming it keeps his ghost typing, right? And what would its second typing be, or would it, you just have it as this pure ghost? We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Hmm. I would have to deliberate further on that one. Um, 
Yeah, I'll come back to that question. <laughs> okay. Uh, but do you have any other Gengar facts? Do you know anything else uh, about its popularity or anything? Have um, you seen any Gengar merch or anything? The shiny Mega Gengar is one of the sickest shiny Megas I've ever seen. I love that guy. Oh, right. I didn't think about to talk about shinies on this podcast. But yeah, yeah, he gets he goes from a purple Mega to a white Mega as a shiny, and he's he's pretty sick. I will say though, as a regular Gengar, just the regular whole ghastly Haunter and Gengar. Their shinies are, are not that good. It's just like a different shade of purple. Yeah, it looks a little more sickly. Yeah, but when it megas and it's shiny, that, that looks pretty sick. It looks like an actual ghost with the white. All right, uh, let's see, let's see. Ability times. So this is a little bit interesting, right? So Ghastly and Haunter share the same one ability, which is Levitate. Gengar also used to have this ability until Generation 7, when it was changed to Curse Body. Levitate makes the user immune to ground-type moves, except for the move called A Thousand Arrows. That's a ground-type move, but it is only exclusive to Zygarde. Um, and Levitate also makes the user immune to most entry hazards, like spikes, toxic spikes, sticky webs, and stuff like that. Uh, but do you remember when you listed off the list of weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that that poison, or yeah, that this line is weak to ground. So, Levitate gives them an immunity to ground, right? So, their weaknesses drop to three, and resistances slash immunities goes up to seven. Gengar, being a fast special attacker, was way too good with Levitate, and therefore, they changed Gengar's ability to Cursed Body um, to, to, to nerf it, pretty much. But yeah, uh, Cursed Body is when a user gets hit by a damaging move. There's a 30% chance that the opponent's move will be disabled for four turns. Uh, oh, right. And because Gengar Mega Evolves, its Mega Evolution also gets a different ability. And that ability is Shadow Tag. Shadow Tag prevents the opponent from switching out as long as the Pokemon with Shadow Tag is on the field. So as long as Mega Gengar is on the field, your Pokemon cannot escape. Well, Except there are, there are a few exceptions. Uh, the yeah. only ones that are immune to this effect are other ghost-type Pokemons or Pokemon, other Pokemon with the Shadow Tag abilities. Uh, but those are very scarce. So this is a really good ability on Mega Gengar. It was even faster and stronger and could advantageously trap the opponent and pick them off one by one. So, so Hauntar and Ghastly are always going to be immune to ground, or is it only with a certain ability? Uh, or they always have that ability? So, Ghastly and Haunter have always had uh, Levitate. So, abilities for, were first introduced in Generation 3, and they've always had Levitate. And okay, so it nullifies that weakness until the yeah, Gengar. until they evolve into Gengar, starting in Generation 7. Okay, good to know, good to know. But, I mean, not, not many people are going to bring Ghastly or Haunter into competitive. Unless it's Little Cup. Uh, I think Ghastly's pretty good in Little Cup. I'm not sure. I've never played Little Cup. I, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. Uh... But anyways, any thoughts on their abilities? Um, Curse Body is one we see a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, levitate, seen it before, especially on flying types. Like it. Good, yeah. Solid ability. All right, let's see how they deal on the competitive side of things. In 2014, it made one appearance, and it actually happened to be on the winning team for the Ooh. seniors division, so not bad for a first appearance. That's a spice pick. Yeah. Uh, in 2015, it also made a, uh, just one appearance, and in 2016, it was its most successful year. It had six appearances, 
and it was on the winning team for the Masters division. So I don't know if you know this, but there's three three divisions. There's the juniors for like I think you have to be under 10 years old. Uh, seniors, I think it's 11 to 14 or 16. I don't know. And then Masters is anybody above the age of like 16 or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. So you know, in the highest division you can get, he, he got on the number one spot. Uh, in 2018, it made four appearances and was on the second place team uh, in the Masters division. And in 2019, it only made one appearance. So that's it. Not too bad, right? Not bad at all, Gengar. I'm feeling the Gengar love from 2016. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Gengar is a world champion. Yeah, me too. We are the greatest <laughs> there ever was. The very best. The very best. Like no one ever was. Like no one ever was. Anyways, that really does it for today's episode. I did say that this was going to be a short episode just because there's only the one line. It's okay. I can close this out with a joke. Oh, what's your joke? Um, A mushroom walks into a bar. Okay. And uh, he looks around and no one's talking to him. So he goes, hey, what's up, guys? I'm a fun guy. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. Uh... Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, like I said, that does it for today's episode. Uh, and this is the last week of October. So this will be our last week of spooky-themed uh, episodes. Next week, we'll be going back to our alternating schedule of a Fusion Monday episode and a just a regular bonus episode. Uh, so next week will not be a Fusion episode. It's just going to be something, something fun. Don't know yet what we're going to be doing, but... You can guarantee that Madeline is going to be up there. Yeah, and just because spooky season over doesn't mean we're not going to have some uh, spooky lore in the future because we all know how the Pokemon Company is. Some of those dex entries can get pretty dark, so uh, stay tuned. Yeah, that's absolutely true, especially for some bug types and some dark types. and Ooh, Actually, every time. I already time. have the heebie-jeebies. Honestly, even the fairy types, some of them also have like some like pretty dark lore. No, for real. Someone should check on the Pokemon Company because they are not well. <laughs> no, they're so, not. So uh, like and subscribe, guys. Yeah, any clo- any closing statements, Madeline? Smash that like button and uh, tell Santiago that you like me on the... You want me to take over as full-time host? Maybe not that, but uh, like she did... Please, please do give me a like and a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so do that, but do not kick me off this podcast. Uh, follow, follow him on social, and maybe I'll uh, take some, uh, do a takeover one day. Oh, that could be cool. But anyways, yes, follow me on socials. I am at the Astic Dragon on Insta, Twitter, and on TikTok, and I will leave the link in the description below. I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? Twitter? Is that a new okay. new uh, website? I don't know. No, about? it's an old website. It's an okay. Fine. Oh, are you also on MySpace then? Oh my god. Actually, no, I'm on uh, uh, AOL. Oh, okay. AOL chat. AOL chat you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on there. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, on, I'm at the end. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm at soccer girl with a U. <laughs> soccer girl. Uh, on your MySpace account? I'm AOL. Oh, AOL. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have a MySpace? Uh, no. I'm yeah, me neither. Old. I had a, uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay, yeah, I, I never had a MySpace account because, again, yeah, I was also too we young We missed for that. that, Jen. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. It was like if, like, I remember when I was... It became popular when I was like in late elementary school. So by the time yeah, I was, yeah, we in weren't s- on socials no. back then. We were on the bus going to school. Exactly. Uh, anyways, uh, that does it for us. That does it for me. Your host Santiago and your co-host Madeline. So. Uh, I hope you guys all have a happy and safe Halloween. Whoop, whoop. And I'll catch you guys in the next one, Pokemon trainers. Bye. Mm-hmm.